Hello and welcome to Catholic Parents Online, a podcast where we share tips and resources on Catholic parenting. This is brought to you by the Theology of the Body Parenting Team of the Apostolate for Catholic Truth. Presented with the lens of the Theology of the Body, we will see how we can be a sincere gift of ourselves to our kids in ways that will help them find true happiness and flourish in accordance with God's wonderful plan for each and every one of them. My name is John Hui and I'm your host for this podcast. My wife and I served in a ministry helping engaged couples prepare for marriage in our diocese. Over those 20 years of service, we noticed a distinct and worrying trend. More couples were cohabiting and having premarital sex before they got married. There was another observation we made. When it came to discussing challenging topics such as finance, religion, in-laws, and even sex, these couples tended to have lots more difficulty discussing these issues with each other in greater depth, and we could sense a rather deep tension, sometimes even coldness between them. On deeper reflection, this perhaps should not be too surprising. Once a couple starts focusing more on the physical aspects of a relationship, they will tend to focus less on the other important aspects, aspects that would bring their relationship to a deeper level of intimacy, such as communication, understanding each other's thoughts and emotions, fears and anxieties, each other's love language, and and so on. When that happens, their relationship is less enriched, less steady, and thus less able to stick the misunderstandings and storms that will inevitably happen in any marital relationship, which can also explain why many studies show a strong correlation between cohabitation and subsequent divorce. We have included some of the studies in the links with this video and podcast, and we have also included some links to talks by Christopher West and Jason Everett, which explain this association a lot better than I can. Now, we know that sexual intercourse is reserved for the married. After all, sexual intercourse is essentially a bodily proclamation of our wedding vows, a time when our wedding vows that we would have professed at the altar become flesh in and through our bodies as discussed in our early episodes on the theology of the body and chastity. And anything, anything other than marital intercourse actually speaks a wrong language of the body. Uh, A counterfeit, if you want, since there are no marital vows of total self-gift to each other in the first place. Now, I am sure as Catholic parents, we want our children to have good, fulfilling and lifelong marriages, don't we? So what can we do to help our children make the right decision in this very important aspect of their lives? First of all, as always, pray for them. As St. Paul emphatically puts it, our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities, with the powers, with the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits, as he said in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, which is why he exhorts us to draw our strength from the Lord and from his mighty power. Ephesians 6.10 Secondly, even from the time they are young, we can talk to our children in age-appropriate ways that sex and staying together are reserved only for the married. Just short 5-10 to second statements whenever the opportunity presents itself. This sets the tone for them to know our position on this issue. A position that is rooted in love and in our desire for them to find fulfillment 
in loving as God loves. As they grow older, it might get a little bit more challenging. What's with the influence from the social media, friends, and so on? At this stage, as mentioned before, it will be good to ask thoughts-provoking questions when opportunities present themselves to questions like, what is sex for? What does it express? What is the most appropriate response to a person? Is it love or lust? Does a particular action speak the language of the body correctly or, or does it not? Sexual desire is good. In fact, very good when directed to its ultimate end, which is to love as God loves. Now, what are the temptations a dating couple can face, especially when they find themselves alone in certain places? What can the couple do in such situations? Or better still, how can the couple avoid getting into such situations in the first place? Such as being alone in a room together for whatever reason, no matter how innocuous that reason may be initially, or going for holidays together exclusively, and so on. We could perhaps also share with them our journey before we got married and how we handled them, maybe even mishandled them and what we learned from these. If we had made mistakes in the past, perhaps we could, with discernment and prayer, share with them in a manner that will help them understand the issue better and make decisions for their own good and flourishing. How did those mistakes impact us? Who and how did we hurt in the process? Not only others, but ourselves as well. And how did we seek the Lord's mercy and forgiveness in the sacraments of reconciliation? Perhaps we could share from the experience of other persons we know who made those mistakes, but in a way that does not harm the honour and integrity of those persons. Yeah, These conversations can take place in casual settings, such as the dining table or during our parent-child dates, or even while reading the newspapers or social media feed when a topic of interest comes up, such as teenage pregnancies, abortion, cohabitation, and so on. Okay, we acknowledge that sometimes, despite our best efforts, our kids might still make the wrong choices and choose options which might be contrary to their own good. If that happens, do not beat ourselves about our head, yeah? Even our perfect Heavenly Father had kids who messed up in the Garden of Eden. So what can we do in such circumstances? Well, as all good Catholic parents do, pray for them. Perhaps even fast for them. Let the beauty of our faith shine through us to them. In our words, in our actions, in our love. And let our Lord work on them and touch them in His own way and in His own time. Yeah, parenting is not easy, right? I'd be the first to admit it. We slip and fall. I've fallen so many times. But let us always rely on the Lord for His strength and our Blessed Mother for her prayers to pick us up and help us along this journey. We need God's grace. There were quite a few times when I asked our Lord why I had been so weak and made so many mistakes as a parent, sometimes even repeatedly. But each time, the prompting I get in His reply is that it is actually through my human weakness that I can see and realize better how much I need Him in our family life. And it is His grace that is what we really need. So, our journey continues. At the next episode, we'll discuss the topic of modesty and how we can inculcate this virtue in our children. Till then, take care and we God bless you and the family always. Bye.